Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. have my own planet i'd make like a bunch of it water like earth except i'd make it so i could breathe underwater and i could swim super fast and i could kill things if i wanted to so if a shark tried to kill me i could you know what no sharks on this planet yeah you Just don't even fun. have to put sharks on it no what if sharks but they're super friendly like they're dolphins and they never bite they're good for defending against uh Giant squids, and they just like they rub up against you, and yeah, and they They, like nuzzle you. Yeah, they make cute sounds too. Yeah, exactly. That'd be awesome. And then in the in this world, there would be a bunch of Legos, like my dog, except super small, like just running everywhere, like squirrel size, or like like what size we talking? Like I'm I'm thinking, if I had to choose, like Wolverine size. How big is a wolverine? Because like when you bat- say wolverine, all I think of is the Like a superhero. skunk or a badger. Yeah, all right. You know. Like a tiny little thing. Yeah. Like if Lego was super tiny but still had the same proportions, he would be like the cutest shit. Would you, would you want like a bunch of your dog that are like mouse-sized? Like no. you can keep in a little cage and no, run around I'd a little No, because I'd sit wing. on them at that point. In yeah, fact, probably. <laughs> how many dogs die because people sit on them accidentally <laughs> What a morbid question. <laughs> it has to happen. It has to be more than one. Well, I, I feel like they, yeah, no, I mean, that definitely happens, I'm sure. Someone just sits down, and there's a dog there, and no more dog. Dude, I, like, the saddest shit, speaking of mice, I was driving Tucker to the airport yesterday, and on the middle of the highway, I just saw, just saw a rat run across, and splat. Really? Yeah, and I was like, oh, I was man. on my, see, I was, I have a similar story. I was on my way to LAX, and on the way there, I saw a starving polar bear. Wait, there's actually a... It's not on LAX, no, but it, there's a polar bear that's starving, and it's like, look at the look at what we're doing. Oh, no, I have not seen that. 
For a second, I thought there actually was a polar bear. You don't know good tent. prayer? You don't know about the starving polar Sorry, bear? Sorry, dude, I'm just not up to date You're with not my... with it. What are you doing with your life? I don't know, man. I gotta go home and practice my prayers and go on Twitter and look up starving, starving polar, polar bear yeah. on Twitter. Just watch that video. You can, you know what? You can watch that video while doing the prayer. <laughs> God, you can just sit there and watch it. And... Wait, teach me the prayer. How does it go? God our Father, God, God our Father, Father, we thank you, we, we thank, thank you, for many blessings, for, for many, many blessings. blessings, amen, amen. That's it? That's it. It's that simple? That is that, it is that simple. Alright, let me try. God our Father, God our Father, we thank you, we thank you, for our many blessings, for our many blessings, amen, amen. Yep, that, that, see that prayer was mainly used by the lazy people in youth group that didn't want to come up with their own yeah, prayer on the spot. Talking to God is difficult, man. You know, like, you know, you gotta, it's like being on stage with a microphone in front of a crowd. It's like you're talking to the maker I know. of the universe, man. You can't fuck that up. So oh. it's easy just to go with, it's easy just to go with, you know, a song that you already know the lyrics to. You remember those youth group members that were like, dear Lord, we humble ourselves before you in this <laughs> And, and you're like, come on, just sing the song. And it's just like, no. The, the thing that I always went to was, um, oh, well, what was the prayer? It was a prayer before food. It goes, rub a dub dub, thanks for the grub. <laughs> There's that one. I never did. I did what that once it? and my mom got mad. Bless us, O Lord, for these I gifts, which we are about to receive for thy bounty through Christ nope. our Lord. Amen. That's what my dad's family does. Really? That one? Yeah. They, all, I, they always say that like before meal. Bless us, our Lord, and these thy gifts, which we are about to receive from thine bounty through Christ our Lord. Amen. Oh yeah, here it is. Um, God is great. God is good. Let us thank Him for our food. By His hands, we all are fed. Give thank, us Lord our daily thank bread. Thank you for our daily bread. On no, I say give us Lord our daily. I, bread. I say that yeah. too. All right, that's it though. That was so simple. So we got it. All right, anyone? You want to practice it? Uh, all right, ready? God, God is great. great. <laughs> Sorry, I fucked up. God is, God is great. God, God is, is good. good. Let, Let us thank Him for our food. By His hands, we all are fed. Give us Lord our daily bread. bread. Amen. <laughs> I just imagine like a football game. God is great. God is good. Let us take him for our food. By his every show we find. Give us all our daily bread. Amen. 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 I forgot it halfway through. Like it's in the military. (laughs) (laughs) Private, whose hand are you fed by? The Lord, sir. (laughs) Man, dude, how would you and I do in the military? Horribly. Like imagine you and I at boot camp together. I'd piss myself. Dude, oh my God. I would piss myself too. And he'd come up and go, Private. What is that on your pants? It's piss, sir. <laughs> oh, please like stop piss. smelling my pee. Let me get a little taste. Stop of it. <laughs> get off of me. No, sir. just let me. Well, what if you if you pissed yourself in the military? I'm sure they'd make you wear it. He'd be like, like you're they'd gonna you're gonna wear that. Shit. Make you wear your underwear as a hat or something. Oh man, make Dude. you use it as like. All of a sudden, it's like, okay, we're going to do a sandstorm drill. Get your scarves ready or whatever they wear. Get your scarves ready. Get your scarves ready. <laughs> I just hit the back of my head. That hurt. I saw that. I could feel that through the couch. Dude, that imagine, took the laugh out of me. Imagine the it fucking, really like, green berets with scarves. <laughs> like, they wear scarves or whatever those things are. What do they call them? They're special. What are you talking about? They're like the things where they go whoop. Like the little, uh... <laughs> That's not a scarf. That's just like a to cover up are. from from a sand from like sand getting in your mouth. But what's it called then? A face a mask? scarf. It's like a mask. It's a scarf. Know. I'm gonna look. That's up. not a scarf. I'm gonna look a up scarf. military scarf. That's it's gonna not be a called scarf, a scarf. Dude. A scarf. I, dude, you okay. Wrap around your neck I was just keep... playing Metal Gear Solid Five: Phantom Pain, and you can wear a costume with or without a scarf, and it's that and it's that shit. Obviously, you know what they're talking about. It can't be a scarf. Military scarf. Well, I I, st- I stand corrected. But when I think of a scarf, I think of like. Shamag? What is how do you pronounce that? Shamag. Shamag? 
I don't know. They have weird names. There's a specific oh. name for the type of scarf. It, it looks is. very Middle Eastern, yeah. What? It does. It looks very Middle Eastern. So Shamog sounds about right. It's like, when I think of scarf, I think of like a bright red, you know, like your grandma knitted it for you and you wear it around your neck and you wrap it up and you let some of it hang down for fashion. Yeah. That's what I think of a scarf. It's like, thank God, I, I was just thinking, like, thank God the Eskimos don't have, like, their own form of ISIS. Because imagine having, like, full-on infantry units in, like, blizzard snow. Like, what would warfare be like in, if, like, the Eskimos started up their own shit? I mean, I... I We're I, gonna blow up the world! Are they, are they, like, defending just these, like, barren, icy wastelands? Yeah, they're fucking riding whales and shit. It's like, shit. You, can, you can have this area, but you, you can't live there. Nothing's fun there. They're all riding whales with spears and chucking them at infantry. <laughs> They're, they're like they like have an army of polar bears. <laughs> starving That'd be polar terrifying. bears. Terrifying. Are they starving polar bears? <laughs> Wait, explain the story behind the starving polar bear thing. I still don't get it. Like, what what is it? Some photographer was taking some video of a polar bear that starved to death. It was like looking for food, and then it laid down, and then it's like shortly after it died. Oh, well, that's, super sad. That's really sad. Well, I mean, the reason it's sad, of I guess there's two overall reasons why it's sad. Two, because it's like the environment, we're fucking, uh, the polar bear's dying. But I think two is just that it's an animal dying. If I see any animal dying, I just feel bad just because it's dying. Yeah. Unless it's a cockroach or a bug, I really don't. Yeah, man, I really have no sympathy when cockroaches die. I yeah. really just, that's like one of the few animals, if you can even classify a cockroach as an animal, that I really just don't have sympathy when I see them get killed. I'm like, well, shouldn't have been a cockroach. But then if you see like, if you see like a cat, super skinny, just like weakly, yeah, that, that's the worst. Yeah. I could give less than one ounce of a shit about a cockroach. But a cat, I give probably, like, three or four tons of, a sh- of, of shits, you know? Yeah. But it's it's interesting them filming the starving polar bear or whatever, because it's, like, it, it made me think of, uh, you know, how photographers don't, like, they can't intervene. Like, of course, yeah. of course you're not going to intervene with a polar bear, but it had me thinking, it's, like, in uh, different types in like photography, like when you're taking pictures of like starving people or war times and injuries, you do not engage with anything. It's That's like gonna be you, really demoralizing. You take the picture as it happens. There's a whole movie with like fucking Ryan Felipe that deals with it, but that's probably like a super mushy dramatization of it. Yeah, I was actually. I mean, I, I always wondered. I was like, why don't they help them or engage? And then uh, Em and I, I read that it's uh, well, it's like the whole point is like uh, by you know take like capturing that stuff and then sharing it with the rest of the world that is what can like actually push like a bigger like a bigger movement to help something yeah because then that's like showing people what it is you know because i remember like when i would watch like planet earth and they'd film like animals getting attacked i'm like why don't they do something why, why don't the humans go out and run and defend them against a lion a fucking like massive lion like <laughs> get, stop stop getting get a fist fight with a lion Pfft, stop it <laughs> I'd love to see that, like, you just running out, and the camera crew's like, no, 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 and you're like, lion, go away, shoo, shoo, and then he get himself a nice little dinner. So, like, okay, I have a question. I have so, an answer, maybe. Is Eric Trump the one that, that, like, kills elephants and lions and shit, or is that Donald Trump Jr.? I think it's Donald Trump Jr. Okay, John, Donald Trump Jr. I think it's both of them. No, it's Jerry Kushner. It's all of them, dude. Do they, do they like, go out and hunt, like, geese and... Other animals that aren't on a reserve specifically for you to just shoot and get an easy kill shot Dude, with? How how badass does a picture of you holding up a dead goose look? Not badass. How badass does it look if you're holding up a dead fucking lion? Takes more skill than them just holding a lion out in front of you so you can shoot it in its face. That's true. <laughs> like, like These are like soaring through the air at like lightning speeds and you gotta like aim your gun and shoot it. A lion's just like a big 
a big cat deer easily skittish then i think of hunters in south carolina that like track deer and they spend all day lying in the just waiting for the perfect shot but in like these places like uh africa they'll take them to this reserve and it's like yeah we got some lines you can there's shoot. one right there go ahead come on okay we'll line it up uh, they'll like take you in a jeep it's like okay here's where the lines are see them right over there just resting on that rock go ahead and shoot them <laughs> yeah it's just like it's it's stupid seriously what is the appeal of traveling to africa to kill these beautiful animals Be- because like why i don't know like in some in some aspects like um i i understand it in terms of uh if you're trying to degrade a population that's kind of getting overbearing on the area, that would make sense. I don't think lions have that problem. No, I know, like I, know there's, I know there's lions and I know there's an ele- well, there's there's like an elephant problem in one re- in like some regions of Africa. We gotta poach them then, dude. Let's poach them all. I understand hunting when it comes to deer, alligators, or animals. There's an abundance of, but you know, I don't know, just something about lions. Luckily, we haven't seen any. They don't. They don't fucking do that to giraffes, do they? Uh, well, I'm sure there are people that hunt giraffes. Well, giraffes like, are like the sweetest, nicest. I'm talking about like, like legally, quote unquote, because these people are legally paying to go on a reserve and then have a gun and then shoot some lion out there just standing there. Well, a giraffe is like two stories tall, so if you kill that, it's like what? How are you gonna like haul that back somewhere? Or like, you know, it's like <laughs> just picturing how they hunt a giraffe. They bring a ladder, they climb up to it, and just shoot it in the face. Like they climb, climb a back ladder. down the ladder, <laughs> carry it back home, <sighs> tie it to the tie it to one of the wings of the plane, like the <laughs> to like one of the United flights going home. No, they just tie a rope to the back and drag it behind, so the plane is flying through the air with the dead giraffe just like floating <laughs> in the wind behind it. <laughs> Dude, I was at, we were on a plane recently. I don't think I've ever been on a flight that had that much turbulence like for that long because that was crazy turbulence. It's not the strongest I've ever had, but it was the longest. I remember just looking out the window at nighttime. And watching, like, the plane wing just, like, bouncing violently up and down and wobbling. And I was like, oh, man, that's, that's going to snap That's what off. I don't like seeing. Even though they're supposed to do that, it's just, like, whenever I see the wing kind of go, I'm like, it's uh, like uh, woo! Yeah, but it, it, it just, it's really unsettling because, yeah, it's like they design it to do that. Otherwise, it would break. My, my fear is always the takeoff and landing portion because in most videos that I see, that's, when the errors occur. That's actually like 90 something percent of plane crashes happen during takeoff and landing. Like, have you seen it when they're landing, but they're going a little too fast? So like it kind of flips a little like, yeah. like I'm just thinking the wind just pushes it up and then you do a flip and it explodes because that's a giant fucking tank. Dude, of- it, it, think about it. It's like tons and tons and tons and like literally tons of steel filled with like explosive fuel coming in a hundred <laughs> miles per hour towards the ground. And it's like, oh, don't worry guys. Gonna... <laughs> and like you've had, you, you've, you've had rough landings before, right? Where it's like, I had a rough takeoff where like it takes off from the moment it goes. <sighs> oh my God. Like yeah. We were on the flight that we took off from LA recently. <clears throat> yeah. That takeoff was scary as shit because the plane started like, like tilting at, at an angle. Like it was it right when we took off too. So it's like in those videos, it's right when that happens. Yeah, usually. Dude, my heart started like <laughs> racing when that. I was like, oh, should not be tilting at this angle during takeoff. You've seen the videos where like it goes at an angle and all of a sudden the plane, like it goes up and then it just starts going backwards. Yeah. You, did you see that? Have you seen I that? Have, yeah, that's terrifying. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, 
Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. When you were younger, did you ever just watch like plane crash compilations on YouTube? Yeah. Those were pretty crazy to watch. Did you watch that video of the plane? It's like it's no one died because it was a control. I think it was like a test crash to te- to like monitor like what happens during a crash where they just like flew that like commercial airliner into a forest. Just like, no, have you not seen that? I don't think so. Oh, it like flies in and then it explodes. It's pretty cool. Cool. I, I hope that wasn't a real plane crash that people died in because then I'm going <laughs> to sound really bad. No, I'm, I'm almost certain it was like a controlled plane crash. OK, like, uh, man, plank like, dude, if I'm going down in a plane crash, I'm just going to have fun. I'm going to die anyway. I'm going to imagine it's a roller coaster and be like, yeah, I'm having a great time. Yeah. And then die. Is it weird that in my head, whenever I I think of a plane crash, I'm just like, okay, you're about to die. Think of the things you can get away with in the next 30 seconds. And that's just like, (laughs) just slapping people on the plane, (laughs) throwing my shoes at people. I've had like the exact tickle, tickling a random fat guy, just like just, That's just not going, care. just running around the plane, doing as much as I can do before I die. That is hilarious because <laughs> I thought about what would happen, what what would go through my mind in a plane crash, and the first thing was I, is I would think about like I had a good life, except uh, death quickly uh, and have some fun. Yeah, I, I never thought, I never thought about like what I could get away with. It's like I bet I could. I could probably smoke a cigarette on this plane right now. No one's going to stop me. See if you can run up to the cockpit and see if you can just fly it a little. I mean, you're crashing anyways. It's going down. One wing's gone, smoking, spiraling down. Get behind the cockpit and just see if you can tilt it. That You're tilting it. You're like, I'm controlling a big plane. Yeah, so on your bucket list, you can say like, hey, I flew a plane before I died. (laughs) Exactly. What if like they they were getting under control and then you go and do that and you fuck it up and crash? (laughs) They're like, they almost have it under control and it's going to be really close, but they're going to get it. And then you fuck it up. I'd feel bad. Do you remember the back in the day, like, like way back, like, nineteen thirty-two, uh, <laughs> like, like nineteen twenty-eight? <laughs> yeah. No, when they would, when when you could go in the cockpit. I remember my dad. I got they taken brought, up yeah. there once. They're like, "Do you want to see the cockpit?" It wasn't like I didn't ask or anything. They came up and were like, "Do you want to see the cockpit?" Yeah. Like, yeah. They used to just let anyone in there, and they gave you a little. I got a little plastic pin that said like uh, "Junior Pilot." I still remember that, and All- it was so cool because I got to look. And see the plane flying from, like, the straight-on perspective, not out the window. Like, and seeing it from a straight-on perspective is really cool. There used to be some leisure in it. You used to be able to smoke a cigarette. That's whatever. Like, <laughs> Why but, can't I smoke on these planes no, what anymore? No, what I'm getting at is, you used to be thinking of, like, leisurely shit. 
But now it's like, pay for Wi-Fi, pay for good Wi-Fi, pay for all right Wi-Fi, pay for one hour, two hour Wi-Fi, unlimited Wi-Fi. You want a bag of pretzels? Come on, get some peanuts. That costs money now. It's like you make enough money as is from people buying tickets and from shareholders fucking blowing your pockets up with money. Come on. You, You can afford stale pretzels your pretzels are always fucking old they are man and look fact, at the expiration date next time you're on an airplane you know what i did last night <laughs> i was laying in bed i woke up and i was hungry and i really wanted a snack and you know what i had by my bed i had a pack of united airline pretzels that was in my backpack that i had just never eaten so i popped them open threw some in my mouth they were stale as shit yeah and i was like man these are really stale pretzels maybe they, i think they're just bad pretzels they're, they're not, not good quality pretzels yeah. and if you noticed Back in the day, they gave you full-size pretzels. Now they're like the size of a, of, of a dime. And gave you a good bag of them. Now they're like super tiny bags, you know what like I mean? The thing is, like, they give you more pretzels because they're smaller, but you're getting less pretzels in the end. And it's like, you're not fooling anyone with this United. Yeah. Also, do you remember when there was a time when they gave you, like, meals for free on airplanes? Like, you get on a flight across the country, you get a free meal. Well, it's like... You get dinner or something. Holy fuck, I just forgot about that. If you... If your flight is, like, over three hours or so... You'd get food. Yeah. Free food. It was like, what do you want? And you got a choice? You had, like, two different options. I mean, most of the time it would be like, sorry, the first class people called the ribeye steak. What we have left is this piece of bread with some mayonnaise on it. But it's better than nothing. It shows (laughs) that they cared a little bit. And now it's like, yeah, can I get the the crusty spaghetti? And they're like, yeah, that's going to be $22. It's like, what the fuck? (laughs) It's like, charge $22 if it's actually, like, cooked in, like, a restaurant that's in the back of the plane. This is just some shit that they threw in a microwave. And then they charge you $22 for it. I wish, I wish it was easier for businesses to go under, like United. I wish after all that fiasco, whoever was in charge just went bankrupt. Man, like United. Because then, then the thing about that is then it promotes good business. You want to promote good business. Yeah. But if if you're if you can't, then what's the point? You know, like what's the point of making flights better? No, it all of a sudden becomes how can we inconvenience the customer, you know, more? It, uh, same with airlines, same with video games. It's just there comes a point where being the best at something and having the best of something used to be like, oh, I have to fly with them. But now it's just, okay, now we're the only ones really making this quality of a flight or this quality of a product. They're going to pay. They have to pay. How, now that we know that they're going to pay, how can we squeeze other extremities out of them? Exactly. Exactly. Like, I, like the fact that... You know, you got to pay for like 30 minutes of Wi-Fi. You got to pay for food. I paid for two hours of Wi-Fi. How much was it? It was like seven ninety nine. That's still stupidly expensive for just like a little bit of slow internet on a flight. I should have gotten nine ninety nine for the whole flight. Ah, damn, dude. I know. You messed up. But no, I slept man. for like the first two hours. So. I want to I rant about United real quick because I've probably, I guarantee I've ranted about this before, but just how they... Basically, we're like, hey, we're introducing, I remember they said we're going to introduce a new basic economy plan. Like, what they said was, it means cheaper flights, you don't get to pick your seat, and you don't get to check a bag, but it's cheaper flights. No, what they did was they just shifted everything else up, so what used to be a regular flight is now more expensive, and they made what used to be regular flight prices the basic economy flight. Uh, Matt, movies back in the day used to cost a fucking nickel. Now it's 16 bucks. It's changing with the times, bro. It's just fucking stupid, man. I can't afford these damn plane tickets. I finally got movie pass. Okay, I have to say this. Movie pass, they did they did they did fine by me. They did you right? They did me right. Although I will I still have to call them out because it is ridiculous and um I'm not going to say go get movie pass. I'm going to say if you're thinking about it, if you really want it, do it. If you don't, don't do it. 
Okay. So remember that whole fiasco on Twitter? I was like, hey, I've, I haven't gotten my card. It's been over two months. What the fuck's going on? Yeah. Well, you also remember how I sent them a uh, like support contact like thing through the app itself, which is the only way to reach customer service. It's through the app? It's through the app. They don't have a phone number anymore. They used to have a phone number because I remember like talking to real people that were super nice in the beginning. But now they don't have a phone number you can call at least uh, – while we're recording the podcast. So I went through this. So I messaged them on the 24th of October. They got back to me the 30th of November. <laughs> like right here. It's like, hi, Ryan. I apologize for the delay and any inconvenience. You mean the delay and inconvenience of like over a month of waiting <laughs> for a simple response of, hey, what seems to be the problem? <clears throat> Luckily, Mitch, my buddy Mitch hooked me up who seems to be the only one at MoviePass that cares about customer service. Is he, isn't he, like, the CEO? Uh, I don't or know he, if he's, he like, is he's, the CEO. He's, he's, one, of the... he's one of the people. Because, let me, let me see, where's Mitch? There's my buddy Mitch. Like, he, he contacted me. He, went, he, he got to me, he's like, hey, DM me so I can fix it. So then I DM'd him, and so I DM'd him the 15th of November at 3.19 p.m. He contacted me 10 minutes later. So he cares about customer support. But my whole thing is, if you care about customer support, thank you, Mitch. Love you so much. Why don't you implement that into the program itself? Have a phone number to call. Make it easier. Make people on the support line easy to get a hold of, at least within a 24-hour period. Not not 36 days. Not 36 fucking days. Like At this point, it's like, do I even care? Do I want your help? Not talking about you, Mitch. I did the same thing with Adobe. I remember there was one night where I was really on the, like, wire to get some stuff done. Like, I had to get some stuff done. And I was getting this, uh, this, like, render error in Adobe Premiere that was just unexplainable. It was, like, a terrible, terrible glitch with Premiere, and I just couldn't do anything. The last two updates of Premiere have really fucked it up. Dude, I just updated, and it's it's nonstop crashing and glitching out for me. Yeah. So And plus, it, like... The intro's audio would never show up for some reason. Did you ever figure out why? Yeah, so as some of you might have noticed to watch Game Grumps um, or Kitty Cat Gaming, there was like this error with Premiere where in the project, the all the audio would be there, but then after exporting it, just the intro, like the Game Grumps intro audio was just gone. Everything else was there, but the intro audio was gone. You spent 12 hours trying to figure this out. I was at the The episodes the had to go out, Yeah. so that's unfortunate. You know, s- sorry there's no audio in those episodes, but it it took you essentially one and a half days to find a workaround. Yeah, it was unreal. Like, and I was at the office until like three thirty trying to figure it out. So the so the next day's intro would have audio. It yeah. was ridiculous. But basically, there was another time where like I, I really had to. I was on crunch. I had to get some stuff done. I just got so fucking pissed at Adobe. So I sent them like a super long DM where I was like, like if your program is something that people's jobs depend on, make it fucking work. Blah blah. And I got I got so mad at them. And then, like, two weeks later, they were like, hi, Matthew, how can we help you? <laughs> I know. It's and like, I, just, I just never responded. You know, these companies can have good customer service. I'm well, trying I, to think of the best customer service I've had, like, in terms of phone call customer service, not, like, customer service at a restaurant. Honestly, Amazon has really good customer service. I've had to I've never had before. to call them. Like, they, they, Amazon is really good about, like, getting you returns and refunds and mm-hmm. stuff like that uh, very quickly and, like, always making sure that you actually get what you paid for. And yeah. if not, you get a refund. 
So I do have to say, this was a while back. I know Amazon has grown like exponentially since then, so I don't know if their customer service is still as good. But I do remember back in the day, Amazon had very good customer service. For me, the last a few years ago, I um, I remember I had to call the PlayStation Network or customer service just for my PlayStation because ID and stuff, getting that back, blah blah blah. Um, and they were really good. They were really fast, you know, to it, boom, right away, got it. So I don't know how they are now. If anyone has horror stories, I'm sure they do. Everyone has a horror story, but I remember their customer service was good. Oh, what was the other one? There's PlayStation and Arby's. Oh yeah, Arby's is great customer service. You know who has. I think the worst customer service, which is expected, of course, growing up was Walmart because I'd always call Walmart to see if they had like a certain game or something. And I got hung up on so many times. Holy shit. They'll hang up on you. Yeah, they hang up on you. They'll send you over to electronics and then electronics will be like, hold on. Then you'll be waiting. All of a sudden you'll get a pick up the phone from someone else. Hello? Uh, hello? How can I help you? Uh, I called about a game. Hold on, let me put you over to like. Yes! It's like, yes! what are you doing? I remember like I'd call Walmart and I'd be like, hey, uh, can can you transfer me to, to this section? And they'd be like, sure, transfer me over. And and the way I just portrayed it, like, sure, that's that is much nicer than it really is. They they're don't, like they're they're just like, okay, or you just hear a click and you assume that they're doing it. Yeah, and then I'll hear like electronics and I'll be like, Hey, can you check if you have this? Yeah. Put me on hold. And then someone else picks up like five minutes later, like, hello? It's like, uh, electronics like yeah let me transfer you i'm like i was already talking to electronics what happened not to mention there's one time i asked if they had a game they're like let me check five minutes gone they come back sorry don't have it i'm like do you have it for the playstation 4 hold on they go check the playstation 4 sorry don't have it i go back in that same day they're filled to the brim with the game that i wanted <laughs> no it's like they don't they don't they don't care they don't, like a lot of like walmart essentially i've even known a few people that have worked at a walmart don't expect anyone well, like, to care because work, it's Walmart. Yeah, it's like I mean, if 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 I worked at Walmart, I mean, I don't know how much of a but shit I worked I'd at give. Food Lion, and I still like would put people on hold and would tr- try yeah. to get back as you know fast as possible. Would send them over to produce or get them on with a manager. Yeah, and no disrespect if you work at Walmart. I'm just talking about there are a lot of shitty people that work at Walmart. Yeah, we're really talking we're talking about the assholes that just like you know it, the, the I guess the thing that bothers me is just be honest. Just say just. I think I would be less mad if they just were like, sorry, I don't know how to do that. Um, I'm just going to put the phone down. I got to run across the store real quick. There's some shit. But then in my head, I'm like, wait, the people that are doing this shit just don't want to do the work. Like, did you ever have this happen to me all the time where they'd say, yeah, let me go check and then put me on hold for two minutes and then just hang up? Yeah. I think probably the worst place to ever call, like the most shitty numbers to call are circling it back around, bring it full circle, or is airline customer support. Because there have been many times where I've had to call, like, United or Delta. And I do like Delta a lot. They're way better than United. But, I like, mainly it's when I'm calling United. They'll put you on hold for, like, an hour straight, and then, you know, you can't even get anything done because they just send you in circles. Because I remember I purchased flight insurance um, in case I had to – because I, I bought a flight earlier this year, and I was like, I might have to cancel this flight. Um, so they offered me like flight insurance and I was like, yeah, sure. I'll do that. And then I call and they're like, I did have to cancel the flight. And they're like, sorry, you, you need to have like a legitimate reason to cancel the flight. And I was like, 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 I noticed that I do it a shit ton in the last podcast. I'm like, fuck you, Ryan. First thing I wanted to say was like, uh, yeah, but, um, yeah. And then they're like, well, that makes sense. Yeah. And then they're like, sorry, you need to either have like. 
See, isn't it hard? Yeah, it's hard. I can't stop Do saying you like. Keep this in because to show people how hard it is yeah. to not say like and uh. And it's um. really hard not to say like because you want to use it as a mediator between thoughts. So you use it just like um. See, yeah. um, just like um, like I just did there, like you just did there. Fuck! It's impossible not to say like. How? how what, okay, hold you on. sound smarter if you don't though. Yeah, totally. But, wait, let me finish my story real quick, and okay. then I'll get. We'll get back to this. <laughs> okay. Basically, I had to pay um like five hundred dollars you had for to a pay like five hundred dollars or five hundred well, see that makes sense because it was a round it was like it was like five hundred dollars so it was around five hundred I had to pay around five hundred dollars <laughs> because they wouldn't give me a refund on the ticket because they said uh, you know you have to have like a legitimate reason I was like well it's a work reason and they're like well uh I don't remember what they said it was like like through the wall or something I just hear a group of children screaming happy birthday like singing the song Anyway, um, they they wouldn't let me get the refund, and I get it. Yeah, I probably should have read the terms and conditions, saying that it's like, oh, you have to have a valid excuse. But they didn't advertise it well. They were just like, if you cancel the flight, you can get a refund. And I was like, perfect. But you know, bottom line is, airline companies suck. A lot of companies suck. Back to uh, back to like though. That's so funny how that works because, you know, you you just want more time between thoughts to actually uh, like string your words together. But why why is like the word? But it's because you and I are probably pushing the words out really fast. So I'm assuming that if we slowed down, we'd have more time to think. But that would mean that we are talking slower. But then if we're talking faster, we don't have enough time for our brains to kind of pick like get mouth the, see what I just did there? Yeah. So if we give ourselves more time and probably talk slower, we won't have that problem similar to how we usually do. All right. How about for the rest of this podcast? We take it slow. You know, we don't we don't rush these words out, man. We just talk we at a nice, chill pace. We don't try to barf up the words so we are not thinking of all these things to say. And then we don't have these things. And so we replace them with like, um, or uh. So It's funny how um is uh... How um is uh? I think uh, your go-to is uh. That's what I've noticed. I feel like I say like so much. I feel like like we, is is just nonstop coming out of my mouth every. Even in regular conversation with people, I'm saying like just like 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 like. Same, but I have noticed that uh is your kind of go-to because I recognize it in the audio form whenever I'm editing Super Mega the <laughs> really? podcast. I can tell when your uh is coming. Cause it's, it's, whoops, it's, it's just, is it's a very just harsh up straight like that. Cause, uh, so it's an automatic noise uh, and then it goes, oh, so you can like see thick, and then it goes down. So I you can know always, when it's coming. I always know when an uh's coming. <laughs> it's really it's great. Funny. I always know when your laugh is coming. Cause it's just like four or five sharp, like doom, 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 so I do the, with, uh, the same with Danny. Danny's oh, laugh. Dan's laugh is just <laughs> Dan's like a Dan laughs like a dolphin. <laughs> You know, like Dan would make a great dolphin in another life. He probably was a dolphin. You think? Probably, yeah. I could see it. Dolphins love having sex too. You know, how Dan long, loves having sex. How long have dolphins been around? We always talk about sharks being like, being like, fuck it. We always <laughs> talk about sharks being the apex predator and a dinosaur, much like alligators. But how how long have uh, dolphins been around? Maybe dolphins need some credit. I think dolphins dolphins seem more futuristic because dolphins seem more like you took a shark and then you rounded out its features and made it more polished. And it's like, this is, this is shark 2.0. And it's friendlier. 
it's more it's more you know it's got more of a sheen it's more slim and you know it's got more of a rounded shape that's what dolphins feel like they feel like a more advanced version of a shark that's learned to love jesus christ what sharks have been around for 400 million years dolphins have been around for 15 million now that's still a long time a million years is unfathomable to me but just thinking comparing the two of the distance of time apart 400 million versus 15 million that's 385 million more years that sharks have on dolphins which is crazy to me oh my god so that means dolphins are like relatively new in the term and like the the grand scheme of things because humans humans are only what like a hundred thousand years humans are incredibly new in terms of like the entire span of the earth um, I mean, like the last minute of the last day, if we put our if the whole cosmic calendar thing, apparently we're twelve fifty nine. I mean, sorry, eleven fifty nine, fifty nine. Like we're at the fifty ninth second of the fifty ninth minute of eleven p.m. on the cosmic uh, calendar. Like that on December thirty first. I think we are really brand new on this planet. Sorry, I just started looking up shark facts, and it's blowing my mind. Lay them on me. The largest known megalodon tooth, which is prehistoric shark, uh, is about seven and three-eighth inches in length. Oh, my God. I've held a megalodon tooth. I think it was uh, like a casting of one, but it was still huge. I held a megalodon tooth that was about this big. The green is a great white. The above are prehistoric sharks. Jesus Christ, <laughs> you gotta put this on screen for people to see. That is unreal. Well, I think um, that's probably, the red one is an average megalodon, and then that would be the maximum, uh, I guess, not height. I always want to say height because I'm thinking length of a megalodon. How the fuck were megalodons? Re- you know what I- 20 fucking meters, dude. 20 meters. Oh my God. You remember being in school, seeing a meter stick and being like, what? Yeah. Or sorry, it was a yardstick. Because who the fuck uses yards except football? Was Metric system stick? is the best. You, you, they had two sticks. I remember they'd show you the difference between a yard and a meter. It's so stupid. Why do we need both? I don't get you it. Don't. Every country uses metric except America, okay. Liberia, and Myanmar. Okay. How does that make like that's stupid, right? Yeah. Like we're us and like and Liberia only because I think Liberia uh, was founded as like a freed slave colony back mm-hmm. in Africa. So then that's why they used our system. Okay. And then uh, Myanmar. I don't know. Maybe Sounds that's like a Pokemon. <laughs> Myanmar. 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 I don't know how Myanmar. you say it. But like, back to Megalodons real quick, man. If you are a shark that big, you would think you are the apex predator of the sea. Yeah. How did they go extinct? That's a good question, right? Like, how did they go extinct if you are that much of a predator? How did Megalodon? You could swallow a great white shark in one, one gulp. Cause of Megalodon's extinction revealed. Scientists from Zurich University have proposed the largest shark that ever lived became extinct due to a lack of prey and increased mm. competition from predators. I was about to that say. That makes sense. I was about to say, because they are Cause so big. Yeah. There's not enough shit for them to eat. I could see that, because imagine the Megalodon's doing its thing, and all of a sudden you get like a little great white shark, like not being, they don't have to eat as much, and then they can just, I don't know, I'm just thinking. Megalodons, they're only way to really get a good meal would have been whale or other megalodons yeah like like even a great white shark that's probably one meal like one meal that will last them a little bit but it's got to be hard to keep yourself fed for that long so i could see why they go extinct why did woolly mammoths go extinct 
hunting or just well that was part of the ice age didn't a lot of those species die off because the ice age ended oh yeah that's the whole ice age movies about yeah Except in, in those movies, they they're all alive. They're all doing well. Yeah, they, they should make a final Ice Age movie Sid. where they die. I Man. remember the first when Ice Age came out. The first movie that was one of the funniest animated movies I'd I'd have seen at the time. Oh, I loved it, man. I, I need to go back and watch the original one to see if it still holds up. I loved it, Diego. <laughs> I am a uh, I'm really trying not to say like and um right now, and it is just it, it is it is hell, man. It's, I'm it's difficult. I am. It's like I'm balancing on top of a ball right now, and I'm like, oh, oh, oh. like that's how it feels. Be, I guess it's because we want to ex- describe things not to an exact. We want to give ourselves a little breathing room, so we also say like. That's so true. It, it, you don't want to be – is saying like a sign of not being confident in what you're saying? Because yes. you, you want to give yourself a little bit of room on both sides, even if it's something as simple as saying I feel like – or. I guess that's not a good example. Like saying, um, it was like pretty cold outside. You say that because I guess if you say it was pretty cold outside, that feels too concrete. And then there's no room to like back. So I don't like, know. I, it's weird. It's weird. It's just a, it's a mental thing. You don't do it um, purposely. You, there's no, there's no intent in the like. Yeah. There, there might be, I don't know. What's the word? You're not intended to do it, but okay. Subconsciously, you're using it because it's you're filler. yeah. It's filler, it's padding things. Um, you're not confident in your speech, in your vocabulary. I think that's it for me, at least. Um, my vocabulary, I really, I, 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 I just want to. I want to get like out of there. I would love to get like out of my vocabulary because now that you've brought this idea up, I am. Uh, I feel like my brain is working like. I said it, working like my brain is working overtime and double speed to prevent myself from saying like um and uh but like is fine to say for example when you were saying my brain feels like it is yeah no no that was that was that works if you're saying uh, my brain feels like it's on overload your brain's not on overload it feels like it's on overload that's that's a correct way to say like but then if you're just using it as a pause like see giving your giving you room to um see there there's um uh (laughs) i'm using all of them to link thoughts together Dude, you're like going crazy right now. Um, yeah, like, <laughs> woo! Oh man, I I feel I feel like uh, thing things are just my brain has been completely my reality has been shattered, and now I can't even think of a conversation. I can't even think of like how to speak words now. It's like you're being held at gunpoint. It's like I, I it's like I just removed the training wheels. It is like you removed the training wheels. That's yeah, that was correct. I mean, I was just copying you. I know, I know. I'm, I'm pointing out that it's correct because it feels like ah! it. <laughs> Sorry, disgusting. <laughs> it feels like someone ripped the training wheels off of this bicycle of speech, and now they've pushed me down a hill, and I am trying to balance the best I can without using these training wheels of like, um, or uh. What the fuck have we been talking about for the past 45 minutes or however long we've been doing this? This is what happens when you remove like you, your brain just resets. You talked about starving polar bear, some Bible shit. Um, plane crashes. Plane crashes. United as an airline. You okay, about so we've talked pass? about a good bit. You know, we, okay, never mind. Just in my head, I'm like, have we only talked about like two things? 
We've only talked about the word like on this podcast. <laughs> Anyways, um, there's something I wanted to talk to you about, Ryan. How Brent's a little stubborn bitch and will refuse to say that Chick-fil-A is good quality fast food. Yeah, what's, what's up with that? We're Brent. not saying that you have to like the taste. We're strictly saying it is high quality in terms of fast food. All right, little backstory. Brent was saying that Chick-fil-A is just like, it's just like In-N-Out. It's, it's, uh, it's just the South's version of In-N-Out. I'm like, no, they're not even closely related. In-N-Out is not that good. In-N-Out has three things on the menu, and they're not even that good. And it's, you gotta wait like 30 minutes to get them. You go to Chick-fil-A, well, you got a massive menu of delicious, high-quality food. Let's say this. In-N-Out's, f- In-N-Out's food is good if you cover it in a sauce that takes the flavor out of everything else. Really, I can only think In-N-Out would be good if you would just smoked a joint and there's nothing else to eat. Yeah. Like, that's all I can think of. Yeah. Chick-fil-A is good any time of the day. But then I'd still go to McDonald's over in and out Yeah, exactly. I'd go to Wendy's over in and out I would not go to Burger King over in and out I'm not a big fan of Burger King. I've never, there's something about the food that's just never really caught my, uh, it's never really grabbed me by the shoulder and said, hey, I used to take get a their, bite of this. I used to get their breakfast a lot. I used to think they're Burger their King bur- breakfast? Yeah. That's a thing? Like croissants and stuff? Every place has a breakfast. Man. I guess I've Does never Wendy's had Burger King breakfast. breakfast? I don't think Wendy's has breakfast. I had a really good thing from Wendy's. It was the crispy chicken ranch, whatever the fuck that is. Asia, it's the Asiago Club chicken sandwich. It was really good. It's yeah, delicious. Had, I had it before getting on a plane and felt gas form. <laughs> Thank God I wasn't sitting next to you, man. I cannot imagine sitting next to you on a plane when you've got when you've got gas. I had the worst smelling fart <laughs> this morning. I'm God that that I've had. No, like You've smelled my stinky, stinky farts before, haven't you, Matt? I, yeah, I definitely have. have. This one this morning, it only lasted five seconds. It was the worst. It smelled as if someone found my dead body (laughs) and then they, for some reason, took a pair of pliers Stretched my asshole to like Jesus three Christ. feet. Oh my God, Ryan! And stuck their head inside. Ryan, <laughs> and, and they found out there was a fart bubble still waiting to be released. Ryan, oh my God, that's disgusting! It was putrid. Is that it what Don's gonna last- draw for the thumbnail? <laughs> <laughs> that picture for the thumbnail? It was only five seconds of smell, but oh my God! There, I was time. surprised at the smells that can come from a human body if it is not decomposing. Uh, no, there have really been times, Ryan, where I have genuinely... I wouldn't know what a uh, decomposing uh, body smells like. No, of, co- of course. Anyways. Yeah. I, I have genuinely had thoughts before where I'm just thinking to myself, is there something wrong with him? Does he need to go to a gastroenterologist? <laughs> like, what what the hell is going on? Because it's that bad. Do you have to... Are my farts that bad? There, I'm, I'm not joking, man. There have been times where I've legitimately thought to myself, like, that's, that, that's not... That's, that's almost not even right. How bad that is. Well, it's sulfury. This one wasn't even eggy. It was really gross. This is this is Ryan Reviews Farts. It was bad. That's all I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I believe you. It was so bad that I'm making a point to divert the podcast away from whatever <laughs> conversation it was. That means it was god awful. No, that do- that really does mean it was, it was bad. And thank thank God I was not around for this. Yeah, it was it, the worst part was it was in the humid shower. Oh, God. So, oh. <laughs> So it really felt, I felt it. It felt like I was in a fart. <laughs> felt like I was, felt like I was Osmosis Jones and Bill Murray's asshole. 
man, I'd love to go inside of Bill Murray's asshole. <laughs> okay, he's from Charleston, or he's not from Charleston, but he lives in Charleston. And I feel like everyone I know has seen Bill Murray except for me. Like, everyone's seen Bill Murray. Isn't there's a, a what's the app that they use for college people to like it's like it's kind of like yak. yik yak apparently they have a bunch of notifications whenever people see him they'll put it on yik yak be like Bill Murray's here oh man really I've only uh, so like Charleston celebrities where I'm from we got Stephen Colbert you got Flava Flav you got Bill Murray and Aziz Ansari yeah Aziz Ansari he's not from Charleston though. he's from South Carolina yeah and he's no 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 he's I think he's, I think he's from Charleston is he okay yeah and then there's um. Uh, Flava Flav is, you know, makes I think sense. The, the biggest one. Liberal part of South Ugh, Carolina. Li- Dude, I shit myself yesterday to own the libs. What did you do? Um, I had some, I had some nice sushi. Call nice me a soy du- boy. <laughs> Yo, man, we're just a couple of soy boys. Give me a high five. Dude, I love sushi. You can call me a soy boy anytime. Man, I, I'm a, I'm a self-proclaimed soy boy, and none of you are going to take that away from me. Can't call me a soy boy making fun of me. I've already said it. I'm a soy boy. In case you guys don't know, there's people that think that uh, eating soy raises your estrogen levels, which <laughs> makes you transgender or gay, and that's why it's happening. I'm a soy boy. You're a soy boy. We're all soy boys. I that, like I like soy sauce. Soy's amazing. Like soy is like soy milk. Never, I love soy milk. I've actually soy milk. recently in the last year. I used to hate almond milk. I used to hate soy milk. But in the last year, I've had more of like a turnaround on it because the problem was I was always trying to see it as a milk replacement, and I'm like, ah, it's just not any good. It's like I want milk. But I had this. What changed was I started seeing it as, don't think of it as a replacement for milk. Think of it as its own beverage. And then when I started thinking of it in that way, I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. You know? It would, I, be, it would be kind of be like having a Capri Sun and going, throw me a Gatorade. I'm not going to, I don't want, like Capri Suns are great. Yeah. But they're not a Gatorade if I want a Gatorade. Exactly. So don't think of a Gatorade as a replacement for a Capri Sun. Think of it as a separate drink. So when well, I did that a... with soy milk and almond milk, I all of a sudden I liked them a lot more. And now I got to say, man, I might go buy some almond milk because it's put it in some tea, even put it in cereal. It's actually really good. Really? Yeah. Almond milk is, <laughs> I don't get how they milk a dang almond, but it's pretty fucking good. You know what gets my jimmies in a twist in a good way? Yeah, what? When you make the perfect peanut butter toast. You get, you get oh. your toast in the toaster. It's not too charred, but it's still pretty hard. You get the peanut butter on there, then the, then the peanut butter... Melts slightly on top of it because of the heat. I know what you're talking about. Like the lower layer of the peanut butter is just liquidy. Yeah. And it melts. It like sinks into the bread a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. My toast is so fucking good. Put that on some like honey wheat bread. Dude, you know what's even better? Get some peanut butter toast and then drizzle a little bit of honey on top I've of that. I've never had that. I need to have that. Dude, it changes it okay. completely. I think I never had that before because our school lunches used to have this disgusting form of a quote unquote peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Where it was just peanut butter and honey, I think. They came in these plastic flimsy bags. And it was <laughs> Hold it on. was white what? You say the way you worded that, you're like, they came in these plastic I just imagine the lunch the lunch guy just like coming, <laughs> coming into a plastic bag. Here's your sandwich, Ryan. <laughs> this is disgusting. But but they they came in this like I don't know how else to describe it. You know uh the bags you use to get produce? Like yeah. they're rarely weak. Yeah, no, they use those at, at my high school too. Did they put the cookies in them? Yeah, it's like that real crinkly plastic. But it's the type of, they called it peanut butter and jelly. I guess it was some type of jam, but it was really cheap. And it's like, they would have it when they didn't have the smuckers. And everybody was like, fuck, it just tasted weird. It had this odd flavor because it was just this mushy, just sandwich of just 
honey and peanut butter and just white bread. Oh, man, that's nasty. I didn't like it. I thought it just tasted weird. I watched a video on how American school lunches suck ass compared to most other countries' school lunches, where they get these like awesome like cooked lunches. And then, I'm serious, man. What, no one else has the problem of going for a swig of milk and then chugging down several gallons of ice? The, yep, the, uh, <laughs> the milk would always be frozen. But it was just like, the, or food, bad. the food was so fucking gross and it was too expensive, too. Come on, like America, get your, get your school lunch system down. It, it's not that hard to make some food that's not too bad. And don't be like, oh, the lunch ladies, they make this with their, with, from the bottom of their heart. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Lunch, get paid. lunch ladies are, su- like, a lot of them were super nice. I was cool with a lot of them just because I worked with the newspaper staff, and I yeah. got to just kind of talk with them and interview them, so I got to know them a little more than your average student. But do you think they give a shit? They care, I think, because odds are they might have kids that go to the school as well. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. You know? I, I so, mean, like, the, the, I'm sure that there are lunch ladies who But they don't give care. A shit. It's not homemade quality. They They, they don't. It's this weird thing. They care about the quality of food, but they don't care about how good the food is. You know what I mean? I'm I'm doing my job. I'm going to make the food as the instructions tell me to prepare. It's like the food isn't good to begin with. If the food is edible, it's fine by them. It doesn't have to taste good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember when I was in high school, they always like they would shut down the lunch lines. 20 minutes before lunch ended, so I guess they could clean early and stuff. Yeah. But the problem with that was some days I'd have to take, like, a quiz or a test during lunch, and I'd be starving. I'd get to the lunchroom with 20 minutes left, and they'd already shut down. I'm like, ah, damn it. Now I gotta, I gotta wait until I get home to eat. Love those extra lunches. You can have, you can have this regular lunch, or you can have this $5 Clux Deluxe. Clux Deluxe, man. Spicy Clux Deluxe. We just Dipping had, it in honey mustard, yum as shit. That's all I'm saying. We just had Chick-fil-A sandwiches that were really flat, like they'd all been sat on in the car, and they were all really moist because the inside of the bag would collect, like, humidity from the heat of the sandwich. And then uh, they would charge them, like, 50 cents more than you would get it at Chick-fil-A for. I wonder if I can still order Clux Deluxe. I remember Clux Deluxe. Like, is that like a brand I can order? I feel like that plate, that's literally just for school lunches and food courts. It's like there, there's there's no actual Clux Deluxe restaurant. I wish they had them in, uh, like, grocery stores. Good old Clux Deluxe. Yeah, look at this. It's, oh my god. What? FC Clux Deluxe breaded breast chunks without boxes. Uh, f- with boxes, beef burger, uh, fillet with grill marks, with bag, <laughs> with, with grill marks, fillet with grill marks. No, for- you know the grill marks. They like they're not actually real grill marks. They put them on. It's yeah. like, just don't do that. Just give me the food and make it good. I don't want. I don't want fake like charcoal grill marks on there. That's nasty. Why do they do that? Because I because I, I remember uh, in high school lunch getting like the uh, the fucking patty, like a hamburger patty, and it was gray and disgusting, and it had grill marks on it. I'm thinking, these aren't real. We know these aren't real. Why are you doing this? It's nasty. <laughs> uh, just thinking about school lunches. I'm trying to, I think my favorite thing whenever they had it for a school lunch is they had a certain rice pilaf that was delicious, and I loved it. Well, I and never I would, had something like that. <laughs> I was like, but it was probably the easy microwavable rice pilaf. Yeah. Um. Oh man! Looking back, I d- it definitely was. I loved when they had the Thanksgiving yes. meals. Yeah, it was like turkey, mashed potatoes, yeah, like and cranberry gravy. sauce and everything. Yeah. Did you ever get like um, those stale ass breadsticks? It was like wheat breadsticks, and they were like you could you could hit it on someone's head and hurt them. Yes, 
But sometimes, if you got them warm, they'd be soft. Right. And they'd be really good. But that was a very rare occurrence. Super rare. Most, Most of the time, they'd be nasty, and it's like, this definitely fell on the ground. Like, you'd hit it, then flakes of the bread would come off. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Because they were just, uh, they were just like, essentially, they looked like miniature baguettes. Yeah. Just without the lumps all the way through. It was just... It was just one solid, rounded stick of bread. There were, there were no... You could tell human hands have never touched yeah. these. It's all machine. But you knew it was going to be good when there was a slight tint of yellow... Because, you know, on the top of those breads, they had, like, a little bit of herb, like, the tiniest bit of, like, herb or garlic and herb, yeah. I guess. Like, you knew it was going to be good if it was yellow on the top, because you're like, ooh, those just got warmed up. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, baby. Oh, man, school cafeteria Dipping those pizza. In, that's the worst. Well, with those breadsticks, you usually just have to dip them in the spaghetti. Yeah, you, you, you got to make do with it. You're like, get some ketchup, put it on that shit. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I ne- That's disgusting. I never did that. No, ketchup and bread. Is ketchup... Put on anything but bur- like are they put on sandwiches? You I don't put ketchup. I know on anything burgers that- are a type of sandwich, but like when you think of a turkey sandwich, do you think of ketchup? No, ketchup really only goes with like burgers, French fried potatoes, or any kind of potato and uh, hot dogs. I can't think of anything else ketchup really goes with. Mustard like goes with a lot more than ketchup. And mustard's delicious. Man. That's the thing. I like mustard on other sandwiches. I do not like it on my burger. Really. I, I, there's something about the taste of just getting more of the burger flavor that I like. All right, that's fair. That's fair. I really do like, uh, oh my God, corn dogs, man. Was corn it ketchup and mustard? Ooh. Oh, what I loved the school corn dogs when you're, when you're done with it, they always had like that, the, uh, the breaded crust on the stick. I'd always like, like a little chipmunk try to bite all the like hard crust of the corn dog off of the <laughs> stick that it came on. You say this so like. Like nostalgically, like oh, I just had to just bite the crust off. It this is, stick. of course, it's nostalgia. It's back when I was a child. There's nothing else to. No, call man, it. you could still get. That's that's how they are when you get them from the store out of the frozen section. You could still, uh, you could still get those ones that have that. That's it. That's the smell. It's awful. Should I should I leave the room right now? No, it's like it 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 like stays in this zone. Are you sure, Ryan? No, it doesn't. <laughs> See what I mean? Yes, I see what you That's mean. That's an awful one. Jesus Christ. Well, thanks everybody for tuning into the podcast. Hold on. I don't really want to end two podcasts in a row with a fart. That happened? Last one ended in a fart. Really? I was talking about a Marvel movie. Oh yeah, hold on. Let me just give me a second to come back. I'm an animal. Dude, I can't help it. Everywhere, man. Deal with it. Be a man. Couldn't even fucking you couldn't even kill anyone if you wanted to. Pussy. You couldn't even kill someone, pussy. <laughs> you gotta end it, Matt. You gotta end it, dude. You gotta end it. Get in here and end it. And then we can go. Alright. Plug your nose up. Alright. I'll quick. I'll do I'll plug my nose up. Alright. Real quick what I wanna say. What does he wanna say? I want to say, uh, again, a massive thank you to everybody who buys our merch because that's really helping us out. Um, buy that. Financially. Buy, buy that. Merch. Fuck, <laughs> that. Fuck, that. Fuck that shit. I really just want to say thank you. Um, $100 off. Get free shipping, y'all. I saw that uh, there was there was a blunder, apparently, with from the factory where there was Oni Plays faces printed onto the front of super mega hoodies but now those are super rare limited edition yeah now you could sell them for shit on ebay and apparent from what i've heard is everyone who had those hoodies have been given a new hoodie free of charge that's corrected so enjoy your two hoodies um if 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 you haven't uh complained to uh brandon little little brandon complain to him please or uh or shark robot 
Yeah, you can. If you had an issue with your merch, you can uh, send an email. We to are Shark not, Robot. We are not Shark Robot. So if you complain to us, we can kind of get the message across. But it's better to at yeah, go go directly definitely to them. Shark Robot because they're usually fast to respond and help and fix stuff. But hey, some of you people now have a rare crossover Oni Plays Super Mega merchandise, and that's pretty cool, ain't it? Isn't that rad? That's pretty rad. But seriously, guys, thank you for that. Thank you so much for um, supporting us in terms of buying merch and in terms of just listening to this podcast and watching our stuff. It really, you know, uh, we say it a lot, but the support you guys show and pour out really does mean a lot to us, and we love all you guys. Um, So we'll be back next week with episode 74. In fact, there are only – no, I'm sorry, not 74. We'll be back next week with episode 73. Yeah, um, and guess what? Next week is going to be a special – uh, holiday edition of ding dong, Super ding Mega dong, Cast. Ding dong, ding. That doesn't mean we're getting ding dong on. That people might be like, "Hey, we're oh. they're gonna have ding dong on." No, sorry, we're not having ding dong on next week. Like to have them on again real soon, though. We've been talking about that, so maybe uh, yeah. early 2018 you'll see them on again. Ding dong hates Christians and Jewish people, and he Muslims just refuses to come on anything uh, holiday. He's he's so racist. And That's women. The thing. And I've never and seen and someone so misogynistic people. and racist as ding dong. He just doesn't like many people. No. It's weird. All. Like, we went to his cave the other night. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I could keep it together when you say that. <laughs> like, he lives yeah. in a dark, dank cave. Julian, Julian, come clean the cave. <laughs> I, uh, but, but real talk, um, there's only two more episodes of Super Mega Cast left in 2017. It has been a fantastic year, uh, for our channel, and we, we've really just loved all the experiences we've had. It's getting better and better, and we really enjoy it more and more every day. And, uh, 2018, uh, we got some guests planned for the podcast. Maybe someone a little. We definitely want to get um, old Dan Abadan. Abadan, yes. I say it. Uh, him, he he wants to come on, so that's gonna come soon. He's just a very busy guy. You know, some more ding dong and Julian. Why'd you, use, why'd you use the quote fingers when you said busy? I because I I don't know. I just I didn't. Dan, Dan is a very busy man. He did it again. Oh, did, did I really? Yeah, he went busy. <laughs> Dan's a very busy man. I kept my hands down that time. Busy having sex, dude. Then you winked at me afterwards. No, I didn't. You're making things <laughs> up. But yeah, guys, uh, only two more episodes this year, um, and we're going to end on episode 74, but then we're going to be back in 2018 with episode 75. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening. You can get our podcast on iTunes on Saturdays, on YouTube on Thursday, and we're currently trying to get it on Spotify, uh, waiting to hear back from them. Uh, so hopefully that will come soon. Um, not sure, though. It's a little tricky to get. Uh, a podcast on Spotify. We're trying, though. We're trying. Yeah. If anyone has any connections at Spotify, please help us out. Um, but thank you so much. Yeah. And uh, please send us pictures of your pets liquid shitting onto Jake Paul's merch. Have a good one. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience 
and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.